Welcome to Seeking Alpha's Wall Street Breakfast, your daily source of market news and analysis. Subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Stitcher. Good morning. Today is Thursday, April 7th, and I'm your host, Rena Sherbel. Our top stories today. Fed calls for shrinking balance. Commercial drone deliveries take off. And Euronav and Frontline merge. Leading today's news, all federal open market committee members agreed that the Federal Reserve will have to adopt a faster pace in shrinking its balance sheet than it took over the 2017-2019 period, according to the March 15th through 16th FOMC meeting minutes that were released on Wednesday. The minutes said, Participants generally agreed that monthly caps of about $60 billion for Treasury securities and about $35 billion for agency MBS would likely be appropriate. Some of the officials, though, said they'd be comfortable with relatively high monthly caps or no caps. The process for reducing the balance sheet could start as early as the May meeting, they said. According to the minutes, participants also generally agreed that the caps could be phased in over a period of three months, or modestly longer if market conditions warrant. They also reaffirmed that the balance sheet reduction should be done over time in a predictable manner, primarily by adjusting the amounts reinvested of principal payments received from securities held on its balance sheet. Many participants said they preferred a 50 basis point interest rate hike at the March meeting, but a number of them judged that a 25 basis point hike would be more appropriate due to the greater near-term uncertainty resulting from Russia's invasion of Ukraine. However, many of the FOMC members said one or more 50 basis point rate hike could be warranted if inflationary pressures stay high or intensify. A few of the officials saw a significant risk that elevated inflation and inflation expectations could become entrenched if the public isn't convinced of the committee's determination to adjust policy to control inflation. They argued that expediting the removal of policy accommodation would reduce the risk. That would leave the committee well-positioned to adjust the stance of policy if geopolitical and other developments led to a more rapid dissipation of demand pressures than expected, they said. To give an indication of how prominent inflation was in their discussion, the word appeared 83 times in the minutes, up from 73 mentions in the January meeting and 75 times in the December 2021 meeting. U.S. Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen said on Wednesday that the world could face enormous economic repercussions from Russia's invasion of Ukraine. She testified before the House Financial Services Committee. Yellen noted, Russia's actions, including the atrocities committed against innocent Ukrainians in Bukha, are reprehensible, represent an unacceptable affront to the rules-based global order, and will have enormous economic repercussions for the world. While governments impose fresh sanctions on Russia, sanctions against Russian oligarchs are not yet complete, Yellen noted. On top of new restrictions against Russia to further isolate the country's economy from the rest of the globe, economists at Deutsche Bank assume the U.S. economy will fall into recession late next year. The IMF is looking to downgrade its outlook for global economic growth, having previously forecasted expansion at a rate of just under 4.5%, reported Bloomberg. With regards to cryptocurrencies such as Bitcoin and Ethereum potentially being used to circumvent sanctions, Yellen commented that the Treasury is monitoring any attempts to use crypto to evade sanctions. It's been six weeks since Russia's invasion of Ukraine, and more sanctions mount every day. This week on April 5th, Treasury stopped the Russian government from paying holders of its sovereign via the dollar reserves it holds in American bank accounts. The IRS suspended information exchanges with Russia's tax authorities to hinder Moscow's ability to collect taxes. On Wednesday, sanctions were unveiled against Putin's adult children. All new investments were banned in Russia, while full blocking sanctions were imposed on Russia's largest banks. 
Shell said in an update early on Thursday, for the first quarter 2022 results, the post-tax impact from impairment of non-current assets and additional charges, for example, write-downs of receivable, expected credit losses, and onerous contracts relating to Russia activities are expected to be between 4 and $5 billion. These charges are expected to be identified and therefore will not impact adjusted earnings. Details of the accounting treatment and impact of ongoing developments will be provided at the first quarter 2022 results announcement. The U.S. Senate will take up legislation on Thursday to end normal trade relations with Russia and ban the importation of its oil. Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer announced, it's a big, big deal that we are finally getting them done. Now, I wish this could have happened sooner, but after weeks of talks with the other side, it's important that we have found a path forward. The United Nations General Assembly also votes on Thursday whether to suspend Russia from the UN Human Rights Council. The ruble has lost nearly half of its value, tumbling from 80 per dollar to 150 following the invasion of Ukraine on the 24th of February. But it's officially recovered all of its losses after closing at 79.7 in Moscow on Wednesday. It follows severe capital controls imposed by the Kremlin, while banks have been temporarily banned from operating cash-based foreign exchanges for dollars and euros. Foreign traders are also not allowed to exit their investments, while the central bank doubled interest rates to 20% to encourage citizens to save their rubles. The first commercial drone deliveries in the U.S. take off on Thursday, as Alphabet's wing unleashes its aircraft over the suburban towns of Frisco and Little Elm, just north of Dallas, Texas. If successful, the service could revolutionize how goods are currently transported around cities. Wing has partnered with Walgreens, Bluebell Creameries, EasyVet, and Texas Health for the initial rollout, meaning consumers will be able to order prescription pet meds and ice cream, among other items. Retail workers will load up the drones outside participating stores rather than a wing facility, which then climbs to a cruise height of about 150 feet above ground. The drones can carry small packages that weigh just over two and a half pounds or less and are also autonomous, but are remotely monitored by pilots who can take control if something does go wrong. Once a delivery drone reaches its destination, it will stay at roughly 23 feet while lowering the package on board into a customer's backyard via a cable. Wing has been testing its service in the Dallas suburbs since last year following experiments in Virginia, Finland, and Australia, where it just made its 200,000th delivery. Similar to sister company Waymo, Wing is focused on achieving testing milestones before pressing the button on wide-scale deployment. Amazon Prime Air and Uber Eats have also promised to ratchet up drone delivery operations in the near future, but until now the technology has been mainly focused on small-scale trials. Belgian oil tanker group Euronav and Oslo-listed rival Frontline have agreed to merge in an all-stock transaction, valuing the combined firm at $4.2 billion on a potential stock-for-stock combination between the two companies. Euronav shareholders will own 59% of the combined tanker group, while Frontline's owners will hold the remaining 41%, they said in a statement. The combined group will continue under the name Frontline and would continue to operate from Belgium, Norway, the UK, Singapore, Greece, and the US. It is anticipated that Euronav will pay total dividends of up to 12 cents before the closing of the business combination with no impact on the exchange ratio. With stagflation, high inflation coupled with stagnant economic growth, now a very real risk, you can still reach your financial goals even within this challenging economic environment. SA Marketplace Service EPB Macro Research models its portfolio on Ray Dalio's all-weather portfolio. 
It provides clear and actionable economic research so you can profit in all economic environments. And for a short time, when you subscribe, you can enjoy 20% off prices. As of 6.20 a.m. today, markets in Asia are down. Markets in Europe at midday are mixed, with London flat, Paris and Frankfurt up. U.S. futures, the Dow is up 0.1%, Nasdaq is up a half percent, and the S&P is up 0.3%. Crude is up just over 1%, gold is up 0.4%, and Bitcoin is down nearly 4.5%. The 10-year Treasury yield is down 3 basis points to 2.58%. Look for initial jobless claims report at 8.30 a.m. and look for Bullard's speech from the Fed on U.S. economy and monetary policy at 9 a.m. Eastern. That concludes today's Wall Street Breakfast. Thank you for listening. For the best investment analysis and news on the web, go to SeekingAlpha.com. Subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Stitcher. You can sign up for our other podcasts, the Cannabis Investing Podcast and Marketplace Roundtable Podcast on those platforms as well. Have a wonderful day.